right, happy new year and welcome to another edition of the single track session number 70 from the Trail Manners podcast in the newly renovated original OG Bomber Studios. That's right. We, uh, we're sitting here on some chairs today. I we know. upgraded. We did. People don't know this because it's not a visual show, but for no. the past, when we're not in the bu- when we're in the Bomber Studios, every show we've done in Bomber Studios, we're sitting on um, jump boxes. Yeah, the plyo boxes. Plyo boxes. Yeah. Today, Joe brought folding chairs. From the house. From the car overnight or something because well, they, they were in the freezing shed. cold. <laughs> they were in the shed and I got them and they're, they're still a little cold. I'm in shorts, really thin shorts. And, I don't uh, think it would matter if you had thick shorts on. Really? It's like 19 degrees outside. Man. These chairs are cold. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's good to be back. It's a new year. It's 2018, so we've left 2017 in the past. That's right. Hopefully we learned some things, good and bad, and we're, we're embarking on a, on a solid 2018. Hopefully, hopefully the year goes better than my run yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So Joel and I hit uh, the Bonneville Shoreline Trail. We usually meet at 22nd Street. We do our 5 a.m. running, and we usually meet at 22nd, but it's super sketchy icy. Yep. So we went to the Canyon Trailhead and ran on the shoreline, which is like 12th Street. We went uh, north. Yeah, for three miles. For three. three almost like, three. Yeah, it was like 5.8, so like eight-mile run. Yeah. Um, and we were coming back, yeah. and we hit our last turn, just this killer descent yeah, to the that, car. That's a fun descent, usually. And, uh, yeah, I ate it. You ate hard. I've never fell that hard before. There might have been a small earthquake. <laughs> if there would have been snow problems, we would have been engulfed in an avalanche. Yes. Except for me. I would have just laying down. It would have went over top of me. Right. But I was, and I told Joe, the only thing it reminded me of was Charlie Brown kick, not kicking a football. Right. My feet went straight up in the air. They were above my head. I could see them. Yeah. And I was turning my head to look where I was going to land. And I stuck. The only thing that was there was my elbow. Yeah. I landed right on my elbow, all 743 pounds <laughs> on top of me, and my shoulder made these crazy noises. <laughs> yep. Knocked the wind out of me, and I just laid there. You did. And rolled around like a beach whale. Uh-huh. Jill's like, uh... Well, first, I, I heard you fall, and I ran faster because I was afraid you were falling, <laughs> falling in. forward? Yeah, falling into me. <laughs> and I turned around, and you were just all over the ground. Oh, and, and usually when, you know, me and Joel been running long enough, someone falls, the initial reaction is, are you okay? And then yeah. giggle, giggle. But yeah. it was like no giggling for quite some no, time. No, it was obvious you were hurt. <laughs> I was just rolling around, couldn't breathe. I tried to get up twice, but my arm forgot how to work. Yep. <laughs> my arm was tingly, my hand was numb, and it's been hurting all night and day. You rallied, and you ran it into the car. Well, because I just wanted to get in the car. Gotcha. Because that was cold. Well, that and I wouldn't have to cry in front of you. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't want to lose some more man card privileges. Right. Well, what was funny is I was talking to somebody else this morning had ran the same section and they fell. Same spot area. Same spot. Man, that, I, I've run on, we've run on ice before. Yeah. But that was like, I, don't, I was like it, a it superpower ice, like silver surfer ice or something. I don't know. There was no warning. You were down. It was like you didn't have well, time that to catch yourself. always windy, so it's got that glaze yeah. from the wind. That's, I don't think it gets much sun right there. That's how my life has been since I fails is glaze. Yeah. I just can't recall. I'm like, that Hopefully was Hopefully not glazed donuts. No, no donuts this year. I'm three days in, and I'm, I would say, eating healthy, but I'm just not eating. You're just not eating. <laughs> That's healthy. <laughs> That's healthy, right? Um, but, yeah, it was a good year, uh, start off the year. Kind of fun, too, because we posted. You're, you're more than welcome to post here on our uh, Facebook page on this post. But we talked about, hey, what do you want to see from Trail Manners in 2018? Give us some ideas. Right. What do our listeners want? We're here for the listeners. Yeah, we There's, are. There's shows absolutely we want to do, guests we want to talk to. Um, 
selfishly sometimes, but we also like these are good stories. People will love them, right? But it's like, what are what are we missing? What are what out there? And you know, for the most part, people are like you guys are dialing it in. Yeah, keep it coming. Um, but we had some really good ideas too. We did, um, and I think we're going to follow up on many of those. To be honest with you, well, there, yeah, there wasn't really one. the only one that was kind of uh, not worth following up on was Brady's. You know about covering some trail, uh, some road marathons, and some. Yeah, he got DQ'd right yeah, away. Yeah, and I almost deleted. The, I almost deleted the the post, but I thought, no, this serves a good reminder to people not to be the naughty child. That's right. So, uh, but yeah, really great ideas. Keep them coming. If they you know didn't see the post, have a new idea, and just realistically, all year long, if you have ideas, shoot them our way. Right. We'll weigh them out. We'll we'll check them out. If they're really silly ones, um, we'll giggle and not do it. Yeah. Um, if they're really bad ideas, we may not even respond. But for the most part, you guys are pretty spot on. And you know us well enough that you know what we're into. Um, so, yeah, uh, keep those coming because those are great. Um, last week, we haven't covered a lot of races lately because it's kind of been a down or off season. But we had there was across the years this past weekend. Yeah. So that that's – I don't get it still. What's 24, 48? Six, there's like – I think there's a six-day six day race. And 24, 48, maybe 72? Yeah. And a six-day race. Yeah, I don't know the whole scope of it because as, as I know, people are doing circles for a long time. And is that on a, a dirt track? Do you know? Is it dirt and concrete? <laughs> I want to. Is say it a I, mile long? I don't. What's its deal? I don't have the answers. Yeah. Um, I did, but my fall yesterday rattled some mm, beta loose. Right. I don't have all the answers, and I apologize. Many people out there will. I'm sure someone will post it. But right. But uh, essentially, you're just running circles, laps. They count your laps, and each lap is so long a distance. Right. Is it washing machine style? Do you turn around every time you, you finish? What's going on there? Um, I don't know. Is it the same? same that's all, that'd be kind of terrible to do the same loop, same I, way. I, and that's, that's part of my thing. A hundred times. I need someone to explain that to me still. Like, I don't want I know people love them. I mean, there's people that that's what they do, so right? I know they, Corey Reese <coughs> did this, and he was explaining, like, there was, like, some duck he saw every time. <laughs> he got upset every time he saw the duck. He and the duck had something Affleck, going on. Affleck. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, people, it's it's crazy. I and mean, we had some friends go down there. We did. Uh, Forrest Stewart went down there. Misty Alessandra, he's been on mm-hmm. the show. She just killed it. She did. And uh, Steve Montano, Mont- man. Got his first ultra finish. Ultra, like 40-something miles. Yeah. I'm like, what's up, buddy? That, that is ballsy you go down there and do that for your first ultra. Yeah, it's like, I'm just going to run around. Yeah. But, uh, it's so cool, though, to see what people can do. Because to me, don't get me wrong, it's physically challenging, but the oh, mental part mental. is through the charts for me. Like, it I, is. I can't get on a track, a high school track. If I oh. do one lap, I'm like, yeah, that was not really. That was hard. Yeah, yeah. I ran around Hayward Field about a year and a half ago. Yeah. It was so long. It, it, that 400 meters is super long. I thought, man, or- no wonder why Oregon's track team's so good. Their track's bigger than everybody <laughs> it is, <else>. right? <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so, man, that's awesome uh, for people that did that. And it's, got, it's a cool event. It's got a lot of history to it. And it's, yeah. it's you know, it's a big event. Um, but we have a big one coming up next week or this week or whenever it is. A couple Bandera. days away. Yeah, Bandera. Bandera in Texas. First golden ticket race of the year. Yeah. Top two men, top two females get golden tickets. Me too. And uh, fast field so far. There is. There's a fast field. Um, you've got uh, Bob Shebest yep. for the men. You've got uh, Cody Reed. Yep, Cody Reed, Chris Mako. Yeah. So I mean, right I mean, there. And we, you know, 
following our show last year is Bob Shebest. He ran a bunch of golden tickets. Man, he third. missed out <laughs> every time. Always third, right? Always so, the bridesmaid. Um, so this will be pretty cool. And there's some fast women in this one. Uh, Camille, Camille Heron's going down What's there. What's up with her not taking a break? I don't know. She, I don't know. She's <laughs> superwoman. You know, I think a lot of it Wonder for me woman. when I when you see her run, when you see her interviews. I think she just is loves it so much. She does. It's not like work. It's not yeah. like racing. It's just I'm in. She loves it. She right. loves running. Not that no one else does, but I mean, right. her level, the way she does it. She's, you know, you see some people do it for different reasons, right? right? So is she in her sweet spot right now? Is she in her maximized potential zone right now? You know how we have like every few years we get somebody that comes along, yeah, and they just crush it, but they they crush it so hard. And then they're done. Like me, for example. Exactly. Yeah. Like you, uh, back when you did Wasatch under 28 <laughs> hours, right? And you haven't recovered since then. It's, that was a one and done, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, you think she's in that zone? You think after, the, after 2018, she's done? My take on her is she's done when she wants to be done. Like just her mentality and just the interviews and the approach right. she has, it's almost like I think she's done when she's ready. Like All I don't right. think I don't think her body will tell her you're done. I think she will say I'm done first. Really? Yeah. I just I don't know. It's just something. Huh. I think it's like one of those people that come along every once in a while that just have something about them. Right. Their DNA. Their their mental physical makeup. No man, she's been pushing it hard for the last year. I know, but she's always still smiling, and it's not like she's really bomb bombed. Yeah. Right. She's had a bad race. Well, she's had a couple where she's bonked hard, and but but when she reco- I mean, she's pulled out really too. But, <laughs> but but when she does, she's not like she bummed. didn't hurt herself. She's not bummed out. I think she's she's not had like, a couple small injuries, but she's not like adrenal fatigued. And, right, you know that's what I'm afraid seen, of. You know, like a Jeff Rose. Yeah, perfect example. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. He, he just, I mean, it messed him up physically for life. For almost. life. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think I don't know. For me, her, she's whatever she wants to do. She's gonna do it, and I think I, I, that's how I. feel. I love seeing her race. Yeah. Just her whole makeup is that's how I see that. Yeah, I love seeing a race too. Yeah. Like it, every time she toes a line, it's like course record could go down. Easy. Course record. Course record could go down or she can DNF after 15 miles. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think she cares about that. Yeah, her give a damn is, is gone. not there. Yeah, right? it's not there at all. It, it, she, she goes for broke yeah. right away. I love it. And then the other cool thing, and this is what I've picked up through the waiver wire here, through the int- intro webs, Dave Mackey. Is going to be running Bandera, from what I've heard. That's pretty cool here. So I've seen, you know, we're follow him on Facebook. We're friends on Facebook, and I know Dave personally. We're not like buds or anything, but right. you know, we we but just following him with his process. Yeah. Man, I mean, the guy was lightning fast. He was ultra of the year in like 2011. Yeah. Hasn't done an ultra since 2015. Yep. Lightning fast. Just that shift in mentality to mm-hmm. get out there because you watch him now and he's obviously, you know, he's from the knee down, he's lost one of his legs. Right. Um, and he's got a really kick ass looking prosthetic. It does. It, well, it would kick your ass. Yeah, we would too. Right. Um, and just seeing him run, I'm like, that's so cool. And he's he's training, he's, he's skiing a lot more. Right. Again. Um, but I heard he's running Bandera. So, how, I mean, to me, that's just amazing. Yeah, it is. Right. Like, he's up for Ultra Run of the Year for 2018 right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just because of what he had to deal with and just yeah. who he is. They need to have a comeback category. I mean, that would be cool. That would be really cool. Comeback of the year. Comeback of the year. Especially in our sport. Yeah. Right? Trail uh-huh. running. Because yeah. you, you do have down years. You do have where you're away. for yeah. And for women as well. You know, some of them we know really closely have gone away to have children. Right. And come back. Yeah. That would be a really cool award. Yeah, I think that would be The Trail Runners Comeback of the I Year I think awards. maybe we do it for 2018. I think so, too. Let's do it. Let's have to write it on your wall here in marker so we don't forget. Yeah, it's in my phone. Sorry, ours. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Uh, so yeah, uh, Banderas coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing we want to talk about because we got a, we got a lot of stuff to cover because we got a lot of Ask Trail Manor stuff. So we're going to keep moving along. Right. Um, we've talked about 2018 coming up for a couple weeks. Coming up, we're uh, in it. Yeah, we we knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, we have calendars, so we I think saw everybody else knew it was coming. Some yep. people might have missed the memo. Right. Um, but 2018's here, and we talked a little bit about. I post something on Facebook about what your what your schedule look like. I want right. to see some people. Where are you going to be? Right. Yeah, um, I post when I started typing mine. I'm like, holy cow! You're like, damn, I'm a busy boy. I really thought so. I'm like, wow, because I want to go this one and be a uh-huh. fanboy. This one yeah. be a fanboy. Right. This one I'm going to be the what's the, the word? race director? Yeah, that one volunteer. Um, and the the what do you what's your word for people that want to smear squirrels nut butter on people? Your personal the lubologist. Lubologist, right? <laughs> you know, maybe I'll, lube intern. Maybe I'll jump in the lube intern tent. I don't know. The lube intern tent. Yeah, I'll get one of those pop up outdoor shower things. It's, it's got, like a changing yep. room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta have one with a curtain. You can pull the curtain. Yeah, and I'll have a sign right out front. Uh huh. Just say lube station that's right and i'll just be standing there with a rubber glove you know, and a white smock smock <laughs> <laughs> like a butcher's smock yeah yeah <laughs> and i'll have like stuff all over it it's like it's squirrels white. nut butter logo but then like some smear marks from your fingers where you're wiping the <laughs> excess like, off okay, that's a little too much yeah <laughs> <laughs> have it in my beard oh <laughs> gross but you know that's like conditioner for your beard it really is i've, yeah. I've, I've actually put it in my beard before because i didn't have any more beard wax yeah oil and i'm like Ain't gonna hurt. You know, that, I was like, wow, that's so that's nice. an interesting proposition we can make for squirrels nut butters. They can sponsor us as beard athletes, beard and mustache athletes. My mustache beard. is getting longer. There we go. And uh, there's nothing like having squirrel nut on your face. I know, you know squirrel's I mean? nuts right there on your, <laughs> on your your mustache, so you right. can smell it. That's right on your beard. It's like, yep, there we go. And you know what I've noticed helps too for me if I have that on my mustache when I drink coffee, when I eat food, it doesn't hang on there as bad. Gotcha. It has a tendency to slide off a little yeah. better. I like that. I keep my my beard part trim pretty tight. Your mustache or trim your beard? I'm sorry, my mustache. Yeah, yeah. I keep that trim pretty tight. I'm I'm right now. I'm entering 2018 like a hobo. Yeah, I I'd, I'd like to let the little the little uh, like curly cowboy. Like curly, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to get that going. I think that'd be pretty, pretty that'd be cool. funny. Maybe yeah. we should both try it. <laughs> show up somewhere looking that way. <laughs> Both try it. I mean, you, you got to do it, right? I mean, well, it takes I mean, like months to get to that yeah, point, Yeah, but I don't right? know what, what point. I mean, what, how do you do that? You just, you have to use wax and you got to train it every day and you got to curl you do it. it? And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I tried it before. I could do that. But I gave That'd up. That'd be pretty cool. I gave up because I'd chew my food and I'd bite my mustache and pull it. Yes, yeah, so that's no fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so goals and races for 2018. You know, I posted, you know, I'll, I'll do a quick list of mine. I mean, you know, hopefully, and it hasn't, I haven't registered yet, but Red Mountain in March, first weekend. Yep. That'd be something I really want to get done. Um, then I go into March, both Buffalo runs. I plan on being there as a fanboy. Right. Uh, maybe that will be where I, um, you know, kick the tires on the lubologist. There you go. Figure that out. April, uh, really want to design Traverse in April. It's always a great month to do that. It sure um, is. May, I'm looking at uh, Ogden Trail Running Festival, co-RD and that with Joel there. Mm-hmm. Um, Temp Trail Marathon's potential in May. What weekend is that? Is that... Uh, 16th or 21st, something in that it's spectrum? Not, it's not the holiday weekend. No, no. Okay. So let's see, the Trail they, Running they Festival, bumped it 4, back. 5, 5, 13. It's like the 20th, maybe. Okay. I'm going to say the 20th. That's right. where I'm going right now. Same weekend as Ogden Marathon? I think it usually is. Okay. That's always nice to get out of Ogden yeah, for that. Yeah, it um, is. <laughs> Um, and then it starts, that's when things start to get more serious, right? Hit okay. June. Because right. June, potentially, I might go up to Smut. And okay. I'll probably go up there. Don't get me wrong. I'd fan like to it. go up there, fanboy it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I get to hang out with Luke Nelson. Yeah. We wouldn't want to hang out with I Luke know, right? Nelson. He's a handsome fella. Um, 
so that's potential. But then, you know, I got Twisted Fork, which I'm registered for. Right. Um, right after that is uh, Beaverhead, 100K in July. Right. Right after that, literally, July, Palisades Marathon. I'm just doing the, the, the 26 miler. Mm-hmm. And then August, El Vaquero. That's where I'm going to volunteer, hang volunteer. out. As long as tiles still have me. And then the Ute, 100 right. in August. And then I'd love to do the Teton Cirque in the last of August. Yep. You know, after recovery from, from, the, from Ute. the Ute. But I really want to get the Cirque done this year. That's I think that might be my bucket top this year. I'm like tired. That, of, like you have to do that. Yeah, because it's been like five years talking about oh, it. easy. You know, and I'm like, and we don't. And it ha- doesn't happen. It's snow. It's health. It's name something. Yeah, and I'm exactly. like, no, this is this is it. It's not a race. Right. It's something I need to do. And then September, um, probably be around Wasatch. I'm not running it. And then the Bear 100 is yeah. my baby. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, December capstone. We'll be back to that. Go back, hang out. Yep. And uh, also the Nordic Valley 7K for year two. Yeah. So that's kind of a pretty deep, and I still want to do some adventure stuff. That's a lot. It is, but I still want to do some adventure stuff. You know, whether it's up in the Uenas, up Kings Peak, Ruby mm. Mountains. Right. You know, maybe, you know, I've even entertained the thought of having Ty show me around up in his neck of the woods a little bit. Yeah. Because he's talking about other trails that are just crazy cool. Yeah, yeah. So. Wouldn't mind getting up to the, run with the Idaho Falls Trail Runners, um, getting yeah. out on the Palisades area before mm-hmm. time, just because it's super cool and not too far. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of explore a little bit instead of just sticking always in my backyard for training. Oh, yeah, I, I got to add that to my list. Yeah. I got something on my list. Uh-oh. Add. He's getting into his phone again. Well, that's where my list is at. On your phone? It's on my phone. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of my, my, my the biggest goal, really, is just to take better care of myself where in all aspects. You oh, know, I gotta so true. Watch the cheese curd intake. It's <laughs> not going away. Yeah. The IPA intake, only go uh, high-class beers. <sighs> that's my goal. Oh. It's like if I'm going to drink a beer, it's going to be like, it's going to have some bang to it. Not just it's a beer to have a beer. So gotcha. I'm raising my game there. So are you eliminating like fresh squeezed? No, no. That's still one of my top favorite Is tasters. It? So yeah. I mean, what are you going to eliminate? Like PBRs like out, out? No, I think that's my safe my safe word, PBR. It is. You have to fall back on something like that. But I think overall it's like I'm not going to, I'm just not going to waste my beer money or palate. Well, on just think stuff about that's it. Beer there. is 250 calories every time you drink one, basically. That's a lot of calories. Yeah. That's like 10 push-ups. That's <laughs> a lot more than that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's kind of my thing. It just kind of stay healthy. Really want to, you know, crush trail manners for 2018. I think there's a lot of potential to do some cool stuff. And, really, I want to meet some new people, man. That's been so cool in 2017 is getting to meet, like, a Lori Foringers and yeah. Eric Thomas and just a all bunch of Palisades crew. Exactly. You know, just all these people that we get to see at races that maybe we normally don't get to see is just awesome and so that's what i really want to look at and that's why i was saying post three races because i want to see who i need to look out for when i'm there well and, yeah and of course me and jill always make this request but if you could come up and say hi to us that, that would helps. help because there's a lot more faces and we're really bad at interaction in person i think well once you get to know us we're yeah oh well, yeah you don't you you regret it that's <laughs> <laughs> glory foringer right <laughs> oh my gosh poor thing um but yeah i mean that's kind of my year in a nutshell uh, a lot of personal things i want to square away this year but a lot of it you know i just need to take better care of myself and and get in the right mind frame for for uh eric manning too so i'm almost done here i'm, I'm adding, stalling i'm adding my notes joel's got uh He's there we go. typing with one finger on his phone, so I'm, I'm stalling here. Yeah, yeah. So here we got go. It. It's Joel's turn to talk about a little bit of, of so Joel Hatch 2018. It's like goal-based, right? So I got on the scale the other day and about had a heart attack. 
I mean, I knew it was coming because of the way my clothes felt, but <laughs> I need to lose 30 pounds. Okay. So I weigh the most I've ever weighed in my life. I may do that, and I told you I'm not getting on a scale right now. Yeah, I got on the scale right before we got on the show. Yeah, I saw that, and I'm like, Yeah, oh. so last, last I got on the scale the other day, I weighed one, 170. You're, you're like throwing it to the world right now. Yeah. You're, you're like, and, and today I got on there, I weighed like 169.8, which is basically 170. Yeah. So I, I had the, uh, yep, the sex moment. And uh, so I need to lose at least 30 pounds. So you're okay. Yeah, at least 30. Maybe, All right. maybe even 40. So I would love to lose a kindergartner as well. Yeah. So I, if I lose 40 pounds, that's my ideal race weight. Okay. Okay. Uh, need to work out in the gym twice a week. I have no excuse. I own a gym. <laughs> you're here. You're here I'm at least here twice a week, right? all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to start doing that again. Need to work on my mobility. Oh yeah. Keep, yeah. Keep things healthy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That would be a good one. Um, so that's just kind of thrown in there with the two times a week in the gym. Uh, I want to run two new races. Oh yeah, I've got. I've nailed that one. And I got that. So Twisted Fork and the Ute. Yep, that's yep. the same two for me for sure. Red yeah. Mountain would be new for me. Yeah. Palisades would be new for me. Right. Yeah. There you go. So you got that down. Yeah, nailed it. Uh, it starting in March, I want to run. I want to have three quality run workouts a week. And you're not talking just about running on the trail. You're talking about either, either hill repeats, speed yep. work. Yep. Fart legs. Something like that. Okay. I still don't know what a fart yeah. leg is. That'll give me two months to kind of have, you know, a nice base building okay. period. Gotcha. And by then, the hopefully the trails will be melted out, too. Yeah. It's hard to have quality right now. On the trail. It's more I mean, about you base. If it, if, it, if it gets snow and then it's packed out, yeah. then you can get quality. But we're in that in-between where it's super icy. Yeah. And it's little sketch balls. You're kind of tiptoeing sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Or falling so. on your ass. So I think starting in March, I'd like to implement that. That would be nice. And then I've kind of kind of done this in chronological order, okay. how I'd like things to, to go. Okay. That would be nice. So we're to March. We're in March. So Red Mountain, I want to get that under seven hours. Okay. Right? You did 50K. 50K. See, I want to do, I'm going to do the 30K. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. I think we can still be friends. <laughs> Um, by the end of April, I'd like to set a new PR in Malins. Oh, I like where this is going. Yep. I'm going to start training with you. Oh, wait, I already do. Yeah. Um, then in May, maybe in May, the weekend after the trail running festival, I'd like to go back and do the rim, the rim, the rim. Oh, damn. I got some, I don't, that's one I don't know if I want to do again. I want to do it again <laughs> because the last time was so miserable at the end. Two times I've done it. Both were miserable. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it also leads up to uh, a race I want to do in June. So it's good training. Gotcha. So it could be some heat training plus some elevation. Um, then in June, I want to finish the Scout Mountain race under 30 hours. The f- which one? The 100 miler. We haven't talked about this. I know. This is a, you shocked me. I'm, I'm, I'm good speechless. at keeping my cards you really to are. my chest sometimes. You are for sure. Right? Wow, 100, 100. Yeah. First weekend in June. Right. Well, all the cool kids are doing it. Man, I'm not. So, so I'm I want to cool. go up there and, and race with the cool kids for a little bit. Okay. Just for a little bit. Okay. And then they can go have their fun. Okay. And, and you know, go, hee hee, you're slow. You yeah. Know? But I want to get under 30 hours. All right. I think you can do it. Right. Then recover for the rest of June and do the <laughs> Twisted Fork under 
Right around six hours. Okay. I'd like to do that right around six at that okay. point. I haven't really looked at the course to know. It's like a 60-something K, but I don't know the course layout yeah. to know anything at that point. Right. Um, July, I'm just going to recover. Gotcha. And build. Watch fireworks. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> fireworks are kind of, they're cool, but they're kind of lame, I'm too. I'm done with fireworks, man, completely. Dude, here? Fires. Bad news. People Air do it quality? for 12 months. Yeah, no good. Yeah. We're into August. Then I'm still not sure what's <coughs> going on with Palisades. I'd like to go up there. Yeah. I'm not going to race. Okay. Because that would give me three weekends in a row racing, and that's just not healthy. I so thought you weren't racing in July. Well, theirs is the last Saturday of July. Yeah. Oh, because you're talking August now. Like right. David. Okay, I'm with you now. Yeah. I'm like. So yeah. I think in July I'm just going to hang. I'd like to go up for the Palisades. Yeah. Um, maybe just hang out. Cheer me on. We'll see. I mean, they got a half marathon. Heck Maybe they go up and do that. Yeah, you could do that. That'd be right. a good, just like, new trail. Exactly. Just go yeah. up, run that hard, and just yep. hang out. Then the following weekends for Carol. Yep. I want to get that under seven hours. <sighs> Gotta get that under you seven hours. You can do it, but know. it's just crazy how we get slower. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. <laughs> I'll be there cheering for you. I'll yeah, have your stopwatch. I'll have a seven hour. I'll have the Joel stopwatch at the finish. All right. Sounds good. I'll just watch just that watch. Yeah, I like that. Then the following weekend, we have the Ute. Yep. So that's going to be a tough block. That is a tough block. The only reason I'm doing Vaquero is because I want that five-year buckle. Yeah. That's why I'm not doing Vaquero. Yeah. And the <laughs> Ute, I mean, you have to, you got to do that block back to back. Yeah. I want to do the Ute because it's its first year. Um, and we talked a lot about this off mic yesterday. And I, I'm not quite sure if I want to do the Ute again after this year. Yeah. And there's other reasons we can get into some other time, maybe. Yeah. Um, so I want to get the Ute done under 28 hours. Nice. That one's gonna be hard because it's gonna be up at elevation, and, and yep. we're starting at 3 a.m. Yeah, that's yeah, that's be difficult. I'm gonna that's change gonna my sleep pattern. Crazy sleep deprived. Yeah. Then uh, Teton Cirque sometime nice. in August would be nice to cool. do again, and then kind of chill for a little bit. Then August, and then do a three-week uh, taper up to the bear. Nice. And get the bear finished. I'm ready to hear it. Finished. Just get it finished. I'm no. not going to tell you what time, I was gonna I'm, say, what yeah, time you, I'm shooting for. Yeah, but yeah, I knew there was a time. I'd and like, then it's not a finish. When you were stalling for time, I added, I want to run Timp. I've never run Timp before. Timp. Timpanogos. Just the just the fun stuff. Yeah. Oh, Okay. I'll go with you. I love that. I've done I've it. I've never done it. It's I want to cool. go do it. It's really cool. No, I mean, it's So whenever it legit. melts out, I want to go do it. Okay. Right? And then we got to go to Lake Blanche yeah. with with flip phone, yeah, Martinez. That would be fun. She needs to take us up there. Yeah. That's her stomping grounds. It is. Right? We've never been there. No. And she's there like every day. Yeah. I think she's there right now as we're recording the show. Probably. Yeah. So that's kind of like my goals right now for 2018. Nice. I left one out. Yeah. Because everything's starting to come fresh. It's not a running goal. Um, mine, mine is this. You don't have a nickname. Who? You. Oh, man, I don't want a nickname. I want you to have a nickname. Why? I just, everybody needs a nickname. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. And I, mine's Manners, right? Yeah. And people call me that. But you need a nickname. No. Yeah. No. I want someone to have a good, like, not I just a silly, like, just lame protest that. <laughs> I want a nickname for Joel for 2018. <laughs> I want 2018 to roll around, and it's like how they have Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. It'll be... Yeah. Whatever and manners or manners and whatever. That's my goal. <laughs> but it's got to fit. It can't just be some random, you know, it's got to yeah. fit. 
Yeah, I think those are cool goals. I mean, they're right along with mine. I just want to have a good year. Yeah. We've talked about this way too many times, but it's like at some point I want to just see what I'm capable of, right? If I'm just yeah. – cons- I mean, we talk about consistency. That's right. the key. If Last we, year was the worst year of running I've ever had, I think. Yeah, and if, if you're consistent, everything you mentioned with your times and your yeah. goals is possible. Yeah. Because it's con- it is such about consistency. It is. And we've seen it with other 2016, people. 2016, I saw that. Being yeah. Consi- well, I was consistent for like – half the year and you had a coach had a and coach. you were very sp- i mean i ran with you and i and couldn't it, keep it up with you really paid off yeah for sure and you were running and i'd fast. like to go back to having coach i just need to build that base up so i can commit to it yeah that's mine is base and money that's it yeah that's you <laughs> <laughs> yeah or i'd love one but yeah that's a good year and we would love to hear what everybody else is and you know i'd like to see get some ideas on some cool adventure runs and i know you know, yeah. we, we had a comment, uh, and we do talk a lot about our neck of the woods because we live here and it's we what do. we're familiar with. But I'd like to get some other adventure runs here because I know of a lot of them, you know, or quite a few, I should say. But there's right. some cool stuff. I mean, like you said, you've never been to Tim. We've, n- nope. we've never been to Mount Blanc. Those nope. are like, I won't say, e- they're easy access. It's they not are. like it's a chore. You right. don't have to sleep overnight. No. You know, it does take a little longer yeah. for the drive and everything else. But, yeah, they're, they're absolutely doable, so that would be good. Uh, so yeah, well, we would like to hear what everybody else has uh, going on as well. I think that's it for that. Uh, move yeah. right along. Move on. So we've we, we've been talking about we've been helping out. <clears throat> we've been doing a lot with the Buffalo Run 25K on March 10th. Right. Super excited to be there because we we're seeing more and more names and people are signing up based on. All right, you guys talked me into it or yeah. I saw this because we've had those comments. So people right. are signing up based on us recommending it. Right. And I have no problems with that. Like I'm not nervous. They won't like it. Right. Yeah, you're gonna like it. Yeah. So that's cool. But uh, we wanted we worked with uh, Jim, the race director, and we're going to do a giveaway right. for the 25K. For the 25K, which is on what day? March 10th. Okay. Uh, March 10th, 9 a.m. You don't have to wake up early. No. You get a run in. on the island. So if you have not registered, this contest is for you. We're not doing reimbursement, sorry. No. So if you haven't registered for the Buffalo Run and want to, here's, here's a contest. Joel's going to explain the contest for the Trail Manners Buffalo Run 25K. Right. Um, and it's going to last, what, a week? Let's just do because the show the show launches on J- Thursday, January fourth. Okay, so that would be Friday's the fifth, except let's go through the seventh. Okay, keep seventh. it short, perfect, short and sweet. Okay, so you only have a few days to post, really, you do. or or to do the contest. Exactly. So here's the contest rules for Joel is going to give, and then we will announce the winner next week. Yes, on the eleventh, right? Single track seventy one. Okay, so on single track session number seventy on the Facebook post. And it needs to be on the one that comes from WordPress. Yeah, we'll we'll leave you know, that one on You know what there. I mean? Yeah. Because we'll, we'll there's like on. three that come out. Yeah. And we we try to like... Clean it up quick. Clean it up quick, right? It always happens that way. Not the one that comes from Podbean, not the one that comes from Twitter, but like the main one that comes from the blog. And hopefully that'll be the only one up. Yeah, exactly. But and if you're one of those East Coasters... Yeah, get yeah. Up or really if you're early. like Simon. Yeah, well, he's yeah. not going to come to the Buffalo Run. He might. That'd he might, be awesome. If he came to the Buffalo Run, man, I would high five next him, to him. Lube him. I'd lube him right up, right? About the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, all right, on episode number 70 of the Single Track Podcast, you need to tag a friend that you would like to run the race with. Now, we're only going to give away one entry, but it's always better to have somebody kind of involved with the scheme with you. So you need to tag a friend that you would like to see run this race with you. And then we're just going to randomly draw. Yep. So that's the first thing you need to do. Second thing you need to do is you need to make sure you like the Buffalo Run Adventures Facebook page. Yep. 
So those are the two things you have to do, and it has to be on episode number 70 of the Single Track Session on the Trail Manners Facebook page. Because you want to follow that page because there are training runs. Yeah, there's one this weekend. There is. Saturday there's a going. training run. Um, it's the 25K loop and then mm-hmm. the short section around the bay. Yeah, I'm so, not doing that. Yeah. But <laughs> so there's, do the there, there's the training run this weekend, Saturday, but there's a couple more, and those are always cool to go to. Yeah. To get on the island anyway, run mm-hmm. with people, but also if you haven't been out there on the course, it gives you a better idea what you're up against. Right. And what you're in for. Um, yep. But, yeah, so make sure you you put in. We'd love to see a bunch of people in for this to get a free entry to the Buffalo Run 25K. Remember what Joel said because that is not going to change. So The other thing we want to bring out is the Solomon Snowcross event that we're working on February 24th. We've had some registrations. We've had a team register. Right on. Um, and we've had, uh, I can't remember the, the name, and I apologize. The indiv- first person to register was from Idaho Falls. Whoa. Right? Whoa. Um, right so we've got some people registering for that. We really want to get that one off the ground. It's first year. We'd yeah. love you to come out. It's going to be fun. If you are if you haven't done, if you haven't ran on the before or you haven't, you know, skate or classic skied, just come out. It's for everybody. It's it not, is. Don't look at it as a race. Right. We don't call it a race. We're calling it the Solomon Snow Clock Cross uh, Relay, relay. Mm-hmm. event. Fun time in the mountains. That's the name of the entire the race, right? Um, so yeah, come on out. We'd love to have you. Um, cause I, I'd love to get on some skate skis that day too, and kind of tool around with that's everybody. Gonna be fun to see. Um, cause I'm, I'm a that's hot mess. Like a, that's going to be like a giraffe. Yeah. I'm on some ice skates. I'm going to wear a helmet. I'm going to have some shoulder pads. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. be all decked out. You'll recognize me. Oh yeah. You'll um, be the, the special needs kid with the bubble wrap around them. And I'll have like the, 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 lycra pants but they'll have padding under them so they'll kind of look even funnier oh man you're gonna be like that kid from the christmas story yeah for sure when he gets yeah. dressed up to go outside for sure. maybe not so much cotton this year that i'll, I'll be i might be, be dressed solomon a little nicer out. yeah i'll be solomon out yeah but yeah we'd love for you guys to come february 24th it's gonna be a great time um and we're excited to put it on help us succeed with that by showing up let's have a, just a, a great time there um, again, real quick, uh, Ogden Trail Running Festival, May 4th and 5th. That uh, still, there, we haven't, we haven't had, I'm a little disappointed people. There's not 50 people in yet. So the first 50 are entered to win a package. They get shoes, they get shorts, a shirt, a pack. Right. Right. Just per entering the race and being one of the top 50, we'll do a drawing. But that's going to be a blast. And like Joel mentioned, we've got two events a 10 miler and a four miler. So it's yep. for anybody. Mm-hmm. And the 10 miler is going to be, uh, there's some legit folks running that because there's some big prize money. We're giving away what, twelve, thirteen hundred dollars in prize money? Thirteen hundred dollars in prize money. Plus, I think we're going to have some Spartan watches to give away to the male and female winner. Yeah. Again, so if you win male or female, you're getting three hundred dollars cash. Yep. Five, six hundred dollar watch. Right. That's Plus like, whatever else we can wrangle. Yeah. Which you know, you probably be get thousand dollars worth of gear. Worth of well, I mean, between pri- uh, cash money and, and yeah, yeah, swag and cash. Yeah. S&S. That's pretty good for a ten miler. That's why S&C, for, yeah, 10 miles. And it's a cool race. It's not like hard. I'm going to say it's not hard. It's something that it's, you could redline the whole way. Yeah, it's hard enough. It's hard enough to where you could actually have those snot bubbles hanging on your mustache totally. like the yeah. Nordic Valley race. Yeah, those were teenage kids. They didn't know how to farm or blow yet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'd love to see you out there. And we haven't talked about it much. It's been a while. But we are still looking for a Kids K sponsor because we want the little fellas and the little gals to just have a time of their life. Oh, yeah. Um, kind of make it all about them for a little bit. So uh-huh. we're still looking for a sponsor for that. And there's still some sponsoring, some opportunities there for vendors, mm-hmm. race directors, different types of booths. So reach out to us. 
on that. Why I'm, I talk about the Strava Week group, Joel's going to get his Woody Footy oh, yeah. winner ready. Because um, there were some good shots this week. For well, Woody there was Footy. like a mix of like this week's shots and then people posting like their favorite one. Because that's what I wanted. Year. I wanted the whole year. Right. So I, it's still whatever shot we like. I mean, it could right. be a repeat winner yeah. as far as that so goes. So my winner was Chad Smith. Oh, you, Joe, okay. I was giving you some time. No, I, mean, I was ready. Okay. I did. It was Chad Smith. Okay. They were in Zion's. Okay. You cannot go wrong with the photo from Zion's. Oh, is that the slot canyon? No, oh, it wasn't that, the slot canyon, that but that was a good so one, too. Rad. <laughs> so Chad Smith, all right? Chad Smith, yeah. So won. message me, manners at trailmanners.com. I am not afraid to go to the post office now, so everybody <laughs> should be good and stuff. Richard Allen was super cool when he won. He's like, hey, don't go just for me. I'm like, done. Well, done. <laughs> I won't. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. Um, so, yeah, congratulations for the Woody Footy winner. Mm-hmm. Again, that's I'm going to say this every week because, man, the sign garage just hooks us up. Elizabeth and Nate had a busy year helping us out, um, sponsoring this event, making sure we had prizes to give to people. Um, so please, you know, check them out. Support them for supporting us. Sign garage on 25th Street in Ogden, Utah. And now for the Strava Week group. Um, distance last week, Trevor Fuchs, 80.2. So he is he is ready for the Hurt 100. He is. Uh, Runtime, surprise, Andy Noyes, 1917. <laughs> and climbing was, uh, uh-oh. I didn't update it, did I? I didn't update it. Uh oh. That's the wrong one. I gave you the wrong information. I didn't update it. I don't have that with that's me right okay. now. That's okay. We can. Uh, that's one week. So if you were. We can on reconcile there, next week. Yeah, we'll How's reconcile. That? We'll try. We'll get the Strava uh, Bank account I, fixed next week. We just have so many things to cover. Um, we've got a bunch of Trail Manners questions, Joel. I hope you're ready. I try to send them to you. You, so you, you see. did. And I thought very thoroughly about one or two of them. Okay, so here's one. Uh, hi, Eric and Joel. I have two questions for you. One, how do you work on all aspects of staying ahead of the cutoffs on ultras. Mm. Being a back-of-the-pack guy, that is something I always struggle with. So there's right. one. Right. Okay. Number two, any recommendations for a local, now this is probably Utah, Nevada, or maybe Arizona, 50K or 50-miler with generous cutoff times? Right. Yeah. So well, let's address the first one. Yeah. Um, how do you work on all aspects of staying ahead of cutoffs on ultras? Yeah. You want to start or do you want me to? I think the, the, the one time that I got really nervous about uh, cutoffs, so I, th- I believe it was 2011, I was running Wasatch. Okay. And uh, I ran into some major stomach problems. Okay. Um, like the Department of Defense was classifying that <laughs> as output a mass as, yeah, as a weapon of mass <laughs> destruction. And it, and it hit uh, over by small rocks. So I was really struggling. And I thought I was going to get in the lambs at, after the cutoff, but uh, I got there in time, but it was m- messing with me mentally, big time, just not knowing what that cutoff was. Uh-huh. And then once I realized I was going to make the cutoff, it was this huge relief. Um, so beyond that, just having that mental, okay, I'm going to be fine moment, I've never had that problem where I've been like, Okay, I got I got to beat the cutoff. Yeah, um, I've been really fortunate that I haven't run into that problem yet. If I was coaching somebody, I'd say, listen, you know your cutoffs. Yep. First and foremost, know know where your cutoffs are at, and if you're not hurt, keep going. Yeah. Even if you're flirting with it, just just keep going because that's going to be a mental thing, just grinding out because that's going to be in the back of your mind. Oh, am I going to make the cutoff? That's going to start weighing heavily on you. So you kind of have to prepare yourself mentally for that if you know you're going to be like right up against it all the time. Um, my my second piece of advice would be to, and it's over simplistic, but anytime you can run, run. 
whether it be the, the flats or the downhill, because that's where you're going to make up that time. If you know you're going to be slower on the hiking part, then plan ahead, like, okay, I know I can, I, I can make up time on the downhill or the flats. So I think that's how you're going to have to deal with that. And to add to what Joel says, a couple things. <clears throat> I've never faced that problem either, right? right. And which I'm for, I feel happy about. But I think when I have talked to people, and I've, act I've actually talked about this question, especially early on. So first thing I would do is I wouldn't worry about cutoffs first part, right? Well, it's going to be in the back of your mind, but right? But you, you, can't, wor you can't focus on that because that's just extra anxiety. And usually yeah. cutoffs don't come later in the race. It's not the f to mile 10. You don't really have a cutoff at mile 10, really. Right. right? Some do. Some Unless of the harder hard races. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But try not to focus too much on that. Right. And then make your, your pace chart ahead of the cutoffs anyway. Yeah. Like, don't say, oh, if my cutoff is 10 p.m., whatever right. race it is, don't put 10 p.m., right? Put, put 8.30, yeah. 9 o'clock. Right. So That's you're, for a 100-miler. You're at least, yeah, and I'm just giving ideas, but even 50K, 50-miler, don't, if you're doing a chart in your head or on mm -hmm. a piece of paper, don't put the actual time. Put it a little bit ahead so you're going to push and don't right. think, give yourself oh, a I've, buffer. Yeah, give yourself a buffer. The other thing that I found really useful, um, because this is something I've learned and been told quite a bit, is if you're you're up against cutoffs, right, and you're coming into an aid station, don't f stay in. No. Go right out, check out. Check out. And then get your bunk junk together outside yeah. the aid station. Exactly. Right, because that's where they clock your time. Yeah. So if you're in there and you need to do, and you're tight, you're up against it, but you got 10 minutes worth of changing socks, ref yeah. refueling, just get in there, get what you need, check out, run down the trail 10 yards, sit on a rock, and then sort out your stuff. Right. right. And then you can come back to the aid station, maybe throw your bag. If you had yeah, to. Maybe. They might not allow that. It depends yeah. on the rules of the race, I guess. Yeah. But, I, you know, ultimately, you just need to know what you're capable of, your time. Give yourself a buffer. Mm -hmm. And especially the first part of the race, take it, take it easy. Don't go out hard, but don't go out sl too slow. You know, don't like, be too conservative. Th yeah, because if you're, if you're entering a 50K, 50-mile, 100-mile race, there's no reason to walk right out of the gate. Right, you, if unless it's a tough, it depends on the course. Depends on the course. But get get going, get your mojo because right. you do training runs up to X amount of miles anyway. Right. So get your mojo going, so you're kind of ahead of those times as it is. Right, right. So that, those are the things I would say because I don't know if there's a secret recipe to it. There's not because every race is different on the times. There is. Uh, if you're climbing, if it's flat. Right. Um, so that's my advice. And then the second one I'll start with recommendations on something locally. And he said right. Utah, Nevada, maybe right. Arizona. Well, we, know who this, we know who this person is yeah. and where they live. And that's why we're going <clears> to <throat> recommend these races. Um, so I, honestly, I would recommend Buffalo Run. Okay. Because simple fact is they are local and Jim does have generous cutoff times. Very generous. So the 50 mile mm -hmm. is absolutely runnable. Right. Um generous cutoff time 50k same thing right and the aid stations are set up to where you don't need drop bags really nope. especially for the 50k nope. um so it's just it's an easier race to not have to think right right and it's just an easy one with generous cutoff times those mm -hmm. are the, that's the those races 50k 50 mile 100 mile even that's the one i think of when i think generous kind of local right ish and again it's not like crazy vert climb so you're no. not like overtaxing it that way right. and even, you know, could get behind. If but you, you can even down. walk three and a half miles an hour. Yeah, just right. flat, which is that whole stretch to the ranch and back to yeah, you. Yeah, you can walk that pretty fast. So I think even that's, if you're hurting. that's my number one, I think. Yeah. You know, I think the capstone, I think that's, I don't know that's, his cutoff that's time. That's a, I don't think he has a cutoff yeah, right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's really wise. generous about yeah, that. Yeah, so I think there's He'll that. He'll stay out there all night for you. Um, so yeah, that's 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 my quick down dirty one on that. Right. One. I think for that second part, I, and this is where I thought quite a bit about this question, 
um, if I was coaching him, I would say first and foremost, do what's in your backyard. Yeah. Red Mountain. Com- yeah. Do the thirty K. I'm not as familiar with that, but that's do the thirty K. You can go out and you can finish that. I, I know who this person is that's asked this question. I yeah. know this guy can do it. Yeah, for sure. I would do, do that and again follow that up with Zion fifty K. I'm not familiar enough with that course to say anything. I, I know what that yeah. course is. It's got one the fifty K has got one big butt kicker of a climb, but that's it. Yeah. And then it's you're running on that slick rock, which is it beats you up, but you can run pretty fast on it. Well, and the other thing, because we know who it is, it's in their backyard. They can get on a course, they can, so they he can, can get, get on know the course. what to expect and, and he how knows long it's going to take. Good part of that course, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's so a great. I would great do one. that, and then um, in hmm, in June, Squaw Peak. Ooh, early that's a tough one. Early start. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. He's idea. got an early start. Yeah, he'll start at three a.m. If you think you're going to take a lot longer to finish than yeah. uh, his normal cutoff. Yeah. You're going to get... It's a tough course, though, for sure. It's a tough sure. course, but he's building up to it. Yeah. And he can get that finish. Yeah, for so sure. So that has a generous uh, cutoff. And it's still local enough that he could come up here and do that. Um, what else I was thinking of then in, um, obviously, August, Vaquero Local. Yeah. Yeah. 25K. Yeah, that's a good one. I would say 25K on that one. And then later on in the year, um, Havelina. Yeah, because that's down there in Arizona. Yeah, flat. close to his house. Yeah, well he run. Do, I think they have a short distance, not a 100 miler, but I think they have a maybe 100K, Okay, something like that. So there's those. That's why I would recommend. And then he finishes up with Love the Show. It's always entertaining. It might be fun to hear some of the stories from some frequently mentioned non-elite runners like Flip Phone Martinez, mm-hmm. Richard Allen, Grant Nicholas, or whoever. So. Yeah. We'll work on that. So then here's the next question. Um, I am an average runner who loves to run trails versus hard pavement. And I'm usually running something from 10 to 50K once. Nothing too crazy. Mm -hmm. In my mind, nothing too crazy in my mind. My wife might have a different opinion. What advice would you pass along to people like me who want to jump up from primarily trail halves to a 50K distance? Okay, so he's doing mostly half marathons. Mm -hmm. He wants to jump up to a 50k. Do you know where this person lives? I don't. Mm. I don't. I don't have the name handy. Hmm. I don't know why. It should be there. Yeah. My advice from going from because I've ne- I never did a half. I went straight to 25. Well, my first yeah 25k then a 50k. That was yeah. my 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 progression. To me, it was all about time on my feet. If yeah. you can run halves, yeah. you probably run halves. That's 13.1 miles. Right. So you're basically going farther. Like, right. You know, 50K is 32-ish right in that neck of the woods. Yeah. A lot of it to me is time on, it was time on my feet because right. my body adjusted with that. When I went too hard, like jumped too f- far in mileage, my body hurt. It, yeah. But when I spent time on, not just running, but just walking, time on your feet. Right. I think number one, that's helpful. Don't like try and build your mileage up from a x amount a week i'm not sure what you're used to running to something ginormous yeah we tried that last year that didn't go well like it's tapering up but not like taper up times three right yeah so i think a lot of it is just time on your feet and knowing what 50k distance you're going to do because if you're doing halves what halves are you doing are they flat halves are they hilly halves right and if you do a 50k you can still stay the same type of 
Similar train. Train, but just, obviously, it's longer. Right. Right? And the Mm -hmm. biggest thing you're going to have to overcome is don't look at a 50K like, oh, my gosh, that's basically three times a half marathon. Right? Because Mm -hmm. then you're like... That'd be closer to 60K. Yeah. Well, no, half marathon's 13, 13. 13. Oh, you're right. You're right. Sorry. So, yeah, I mean, it's like two and a half. Yeah, there you go. Two and a half halves. So, don't look at it that way. Because that's what my biggest mistake was when I'm like, I did 25K and I hurt. Right. I never run that far. I'm like, right. oh my gosh, now i got to go. I, I couldn't imagine finishing a 25K and turn around and going back to the start. Oh, yeah. Did a 50 miler. I thought, there's no way I can do 100. I just finished 50 miles and i got to turn around and go back. Yeah. So don't look at it that way. Like, take that out of your mind because right. your mind will know the different, the distance. Yeah. So that's my thing is just your training. Don't look at necessarily, if you're jumping into it, don't care about what your time is. Find one that you know, is similar to what you're used to being on. Yeah. You know, like Joel mentioned earlier, if it's something local, that's always a good way to start. Always do something in your backyard. Um, and, the, you know, the other thing, if that's not a possibility, do something that intrigues you. Yeah. Right? Like something you're not running a 50K because I want to run a 50K. Mm-hmm. Say, you know what? That looks awesome. I've always wanted to go there. The right. trail looks cool because mm-hmm. then mentally you're going to be in the game. Right. Right? It's like you're, you're invested, not just your training, but this is a cool place as opposed right. to, well, I didn't want to come to... Kansas, no offense, people in Kansas, oh, but Richard you know, Allen. that's why I said that. Um, but you know, it's like be somewhere where you're you want to be because me and you starting are starting to pick races based on we want to go there as opposed yes. to that looks, you know, we know that person or, right. or whatever. And so I think that's that's my two cents on gotcha. going to a 50k. Well, I think that you hit it right on the head. Time on the feet, which means that you're you're putting in the training, the effort, and being consistent. And then I think what's important is getting a couple quality uh, runs in at that 20 to 25 mile distance leading up to that. That will help you um, get used to going longer, right? Mm-hmm. Not only physically, but mentally. Yeah. That's that's what I would throw in there. So hope that helps. Yeah. And we're all, you know, if, you, if you're out there listening to the show, leave a comment if you've got other ideas because right. we've, I've noticed so much more, especially with our Facebook page, people are more genuine and they're not so snarky and so... They're not so douchey. Yeah. And so leave comments to help these people out. I mean, that's what right. it's for anyway. Uh, you know, that time on your feet helps you get things figured out, right? Many things. Yeah. Nutrition, how's your stomach going to handle it? Yep. Do you need the lube? Do you need to hire Eric as a lubeologist? The answer to A and B are yes. Yes. I mean, you right. need the lube. I don't care what the reason exactly. is. I lube today, it, and I just came to a podcast. And it allows you to figure out your gear. Yeah, for which is huge. For longer distances. For those, so those longer training runs allow you to kind of figure out all the little nuances that are going to make that race day successful. And come back from your long runs and see what you didn't use. Right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't use that. I'm not going to need it. Yeah. Or, man, I wish I'd had another one of those. So oh, that's, yeah. That's ideally there. Next one up. Um, this one's from Colin Campbell. In previous podcasts, you've talked about having what I think is some type of physical therapist or massage therapist oh, regularly crap. work out issues with the muscle, tendons, etc. Did you do your homework on this one? No. I was hope that's why I sent it to you. You're, this Shoot. is your neck of the woods. I didn't do my homework. We need but to save this one. No, I think, I think we're going to say because I think more people out there are going to have some okay, ideas good. too. Um, because I know people have talked about it. I believe the person you mentioned is in Ogden. Can you talk more about this so we can do that? All right, all right, all right. All and right. maybe... Does this person in Ogden have someone they would recommend from North Salt Lake City or Bountiful area? Right. I love listening to podcasts. Keep up the great work. Okay, so, so for the we first call part. Him, we call him our guy. Yeah, he's our guy. Our, Nate Graven is our guy. Yeah. Um, in Ogden. In Ogden. If you, if you can find his phone number. Yeah. It's, it's on the Google. He doesn't have a website. <laughs> he's on the Google. He's on the Google. But uh, you can call him up and uh, chat him up. Yeah. He'll he's, give you. He'll he give, knows everybody. He knows everybody. 
um, he would be the best resource to find somebody in Bountiful or North Salt Lake, North Salt Lake or Salt Lake area. I don't know off the top of my head anybody down there. I don't because I don't know anybody. I know, know there's anybody. people down there, but... Well, and I know a lot of people through social media have their... When we've talked to those yeah. people, oh, that's my girl. That's yeah. my guy. Exactly. That's my guy. That's my girl. Right. So if you have somebody in those areas, or if know. you're somebody, let us know. I was going to uh, get a hold of Nate and ask him, but I totally spaced it. Yeah. Too much New we, Year's Eve action. Oh, <laughs> don't get started on that. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Uh, I, was, I had to mention that. Um, so yeah, that's. I think first of all, you know, the first part of the question is, I think it's it's such a huge tool oh, for yeah. your arsenal to begin with. It, I think everybody has to try this. Yeah, that's like putting on. Well, you got to <laughs> invest time and and obviously money into. Yeah, it. that's that's difficult. The money part. Yeah, you know, but the payoff is just ridiculous. It's, I feel so much better when I'm consistent. Yeah, at least seeing our guy. And I haven't been to him for a while and I can tell like yeah. little, little things that I wouldn't have noticed before. Like right. before I started going to him, I had no idea. Right. I finally started going to him like, Oh my gosh, really? This is what I'm missing out on. My workouts were better. I felt better. Yep. I slept better. I, mm-hmm. all these other things. So I think it's key to do something if you can, for sure. It's an investment. It's like buying a pair of shoes. It's, right. it's an investment, but I think it's necessary. I think if you're the, the best way that. to be consistent with that is to book out several visits. And that's generally what I'll do. Oh, I'll book out months with Nate. Right. Yeah. Because you have to with and him anyway. When, yeah, especially when you start getting in the spring and the summer. Yeah. I'll go like two months out of Easy. appointments. Yep. And then just kind of refresh every appointment. Exactly. Right? Because, you know, if your guy or gal is good enough, they're going to be busy. Yeah. Which ours is. Yeah. And Corey that he works with is now the same way. Exactly. You know? Um, so yeah, leave some comments for that one. We apologize for not having an exact name, but we'll get, we'll, you'll get one for right. sure. Um, here's another one, uh, mid-pack maestros. Mm-hmm. Here's a list of questions that someone who is just starting into the ultra scene and eyeing their first race could have. These are questions that people don't talk about oh, yeah, or don't is... seem to talk about at this length. This is a good one. This is good, and it's legit, Yeah. right? Question number one, poop. It happens. I'm well acquainted with doing my business in the woods, but what about in races? Do mm-hmm. people carry toilet paper or wipes? Do you squeeze and shuffle till a porta potty aid station if it exists? I'm assuming it's not taboo to pull off and relieve yourself, but literally no one talks about it. Gotcha. Plus, there is the issue of proper burial. So we'll hit that question first because there are a couple more instead of reading them five times. Gosh. So yeah. etiquette there. Some and I'm going to say this bluntly. Sometimes you don't have time for etiquette. And that's how ah. I feel when you're running in the mountains if you're in a race or something. Right. Usually, in my opinion, in my experience, it's not planned. Right? Yeah, generally, in a race, you're going to see somebody's backside. Yeah. But, I mean, even when you're doing it and you have to, it's not planned. Right? It's not gotcha. like I'm regular. I'm running. I need to go to the bathroom at noon. You know? It's like, uh-oh. <laughs> Well, you know it I mean? I mean, if you got stomach issues, yeah, that's unplanned. But right? that's what. But I'm saying, for me, I don't think I, I can't. I can't think of a planned vacation in the woods. It's usually like, oh no, my stomach's not feeling good. I need right. to vacate. I yeah. need to do something. Gotcha. So I think I don't. I think, see where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, I think majority of it. That's what it is to me in races. And sometimes yeah. you can't write a book and plan it. So it's what you're comfortable with. I have a routine. Everybody's got a routine. Everybody got their routine. Um, you know, there's proper burial routines. It's like yeah. pack it in, pack it out. Right. Um, I do believe in trail etiquette 1 million percent. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's unavoidable. A million percent. Yeah. And then sometimes you don't come prepared. Right, because you're like no, you always got to come prepared. But I've done it on I've been race on a, day, yeah, on race day. Prepared. But I've been on training runs, like oh man, oh yeah, you man. know what I mean. I know, so. what, I know what plants work. Yeah, so I've had so many uh, 
unplanned stops. So so far as it goes, it happens. Well, what do you do? Basically, you do it. You, you, do you it. have to. You don't. The squeeze and shuffle can no. only work for so long if oh, you decide that route. Chafe on that. You know, if it's like, it's oh, I, I can, I can make it to the next one. Yeah. Number one, you're not gonna be going fast. No, you're gonna. And I've, I've actually had this before, where I've thought I'm gonna hold it until I find some place. Yeah. I ended up not injured, but cramping and sore in areas because my muscles were acting like my legs. Yeah. I wasn't like full stride. I'm no, like no. doing some you shuffle, like a stick figure cowboy. Yeah, and so like, so, you know, I'm cramping or yeah. I'm getting tight in my, in my. Uh, that area hip flexor <laughs> in right? the ham shank yeah so that's the thing you can't do that i mean potentially jill dropped his phone damn so that's the first thing um i always carry some type of um wipe or toilet paper yeah me basically too. Uh, if i'll put it in a little baggie yep put it in a little ziploc bag i can put it in my shorts or i can put it in my backpack yep so that's whatever i'm carrying that's the easiest part but yeah and i mean don't feel bad about pulling off and doing what you need to do right just don't yeah just try to go find somewhere discreet yep. uh, if i have my vest i'll have a little squeaky cheeks too oh absolutely and i can powder it up oh i do that fresh. or i put just i just i have uh, two different squirrel nut butter um sticks oh you got one for the the naughty one for places i don't want other right. places to be a part of yeah i hear you i understand <laughs> i i squeaky cheeks that stuff <laughs> yeah. man just dump it in my shorts and it's like minty fresh and i always take my shorts off yeah do you i do <laughs> what? that's interesting that's, that's that's my trick i am not comfortable enough in the woods to do that I, <laughs> it took me time i'm gonna tell yeah. you right now but it it's I, a game changer I, gotcha huh so I always That's find a spot. I take my you shorts completely off and hang them in a tree. <laughs> 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 and I know it's and it, I love this from huh. uh, from the gentleman that asked the question. Just for this, no one does talk about it. And I think two people knew that I do that, and they thought I was weird. But I think both of that those people do it now and thank me for it. I I know. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's kind of. It's uh, no. It's a rush. Yeah, I can tell that you're getting <laughs> off on that. Yeah, I don't. It's a rush. It's like you're one with the woods. You know yeah, what I mean? definitely. You've one. You're only a shirt away. It's not like I do it from being butt naked in the woods. And maybe that's happened. in the we race. Don't, we don't know. That's not happened. Because you got to take your vest off. If you ask me to go to a nude race, <laughs> it's no. I would never do that. It's not like people see me. It's not like I'm like, hey, come check me out. Yeah, There's some exactly. flares. Get over like here. The curve over there behind the spruce tree. <laughs> I bring my own trail marking so people follow me in there. Oh man. No man. It's you just got some sign for candy. <laughs> it's just. It's just. That's that's my game, right? Huh. He asks about the question. I'm going to be honest with our listeners. I'm really right? uncomfortable with that now. Um, well, it's not like you follow me anywhere. <sighs> Thank God. No. Uh, next time I'll just say, hey, Joel, can you hold my shorts? And I'll run up in the woods. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that's my thing on that. All right. Charging watches, maybe phones. Oh. On long races are people carrying battery packs to top off. I'm sure that the purists would cringe at this, yeah. but it seems like the only logical answer. And the answer is yes. Absolutely. That's what people are doing. Yeah. I mean, I've done where I've had two GPS watches one time at Wasatch where I changed them out and it right. still didn't work properly. And it was still hard to figure out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had to do math in my head. Well, that was what before my last we, one was on. We had those little battery dudes. Yeah. You, you know? got the little battery things. And I know a lot, a lot of people have those little solar chargers that they just put on their pack. Yeah. And just that's do it the a whole lot time. of effort. It is, but it's another option. Right. Because, so, so I don't think it's a bad question. I don't think it is like a purist cringe. I think everybody does it because it's there. Yeah. And if you want it bad enough, that's part of it. Right. Right. I just throw that phone in the airplane mode. Yeah. You can do that. And that that work, seems to work. But you can carry those little battery chargers that are like small. small. I just got one. I just got a Crazy small, small one. That's really they can, good. They can refresh your, your phone. Quick. Fast. And your watch. Mm -hmm. So I think the watch one. 
so you can loop it around your chest strap, mm-hmm. right? And Just then like at your wrist, and boom. Yeah, and then you can put your battery charger in your front pocket, and yep. then you're good, good to go by the time you get to the next aid station. Yeah, so that's that's a good question, though. Uh, last question from this individual, foot care. Everybody talks about taking care of their feet. People talk about blister care. Sometimes you even hear about people going into such depth that they are mentioning changing shoes and socks. Mm-hmm. What is foot and blister care? Mm. I know what moleskin is, but I also see people with tape and creams and gnarly jacked up feet. What gives? Oh, man. Bacon feet. That's kind of what we're talking about. I know. That's t- it's so individualized. This one is something that is is not. There's no secret remedy. It's no. everybody's different, and every race is different. Yeah. It seems like whether it's wet, whether it's sandy, yeah. whether it's hot, whether it's cold, whether Man, it's. I've changed shoes and socks out before, and it helped. I I honestly don't. I've done that in hundreds. Yeah. A couple times, but yeah. I prefer not to. Because I found sometimes when I do change my shoes and socks, it gives me different points, and it does. It, it kind of makes different areas. We get expect your feet expand; they get bigger mm-hmm. during the race. Yeah. So you need to be prepared for that. So and for me, my foot care is I do squeaky cheeks and I do squirrel nut butter, mm-hmm. and I have socks that I have trained with for years. Yeah. And my shoes that I know. I don't. Bl- I don't. Ri- I mean, to say I've never blistered silly, I have like had severe blisters, but right. now that I'm dialed into what works for me, yeah. I rarely, rarely blister. Yeah. And it has to be one of those, you know, you get on some gnarly technical up and downhill. Yeah. Your potential's there with your foot sliding. Oh, for sure. Um, but squirrels and nut butter, honestly, they just got a brand new foot solve too. Yeah. Um, it's peppermint smelling, which mm-hmm. I found is crazy because it kind of refreshes your feet too, right? So I think that's something you have to test with. And then far blister yeah. care is the, the next taboo oh, one. Oh, man, I don't know. Blister care. I, I've had some blisters that will make you cry. Oh, yeah. And some you can't care for, right? Um, but duct tape is what people really man, go I've to when worse gets to worst. And it's, it works, but it also creates another problem. Yep. Where that intersection between where duct tape ends and your skin begins, that gets beat. It gets cut, or if you do it too tight because yeah. your feet expand you get cramps oh man that is dangerous yeah so and that blood be, circulation yeah exactly um, be careful with the duct tape one um, but so i i mean moleskin yeah works but Second it's hard skin, to stay on it sometimes is. i mean basically you just have to deal with them yeah once you, you get got, to you a gotta try point. to drain them and you know don't expect the aid stations to have something need. there to take care of it i for the 100 miler i've got this little kit that i take with me now and it's um, basically a, a safety pin, yeah. um, a couple alcohol swabs so I can clean the area. And um, I don't carry Band-Aids because they're not going to do a damn thing for you. Nothing. And I just make sure I have some squeaky cheeks or a squirrel's nut butter. Yeah. And, and maybe some second skin somewhere on the, the trail, like in one of my drop bags. But I, when you get to that point where you need something that bad, you just got to drain that blister. That's what you gotta do. Well, it's almost not to say it's too late, but it, yeah. I mean the the key here is prevention. You gotta drain it and then maybe put something on top of it if, if the aid station has it or if you have it in your drop bag. Yeah, yeah. There's no golden rule. You can no. Google this all day long. Yet everybody has a different opinion they that do. works for them. You've seen people like slather their feet up with whatever. Yeah, and that might work for some people, but other people you get bacon feet bad. And I I don't honestly I'm with. To the almost Joel's point, I don't worry about prevent like uh, taking care of them at some point. I drain them because it gets worse. Yeah, and I just know, you know what? 
wherever I'm at in this race to wherever the finish line, it is going to suck and it is going to hurt, but there's nothing you're going to be able to do to make it completely go away. you got to try to drain them as fast as you can. Um, but prevention, I think, is still the biggest key. If you're early on and you're feeling something going on, figure out what it is. Yeah. You know, try it to. could be something silly, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, find out what works for you sock-wise. Get some squirrels nut butter. Get some squeaky cheese. Get yep. something so you know how it's going to react. use it during your training because then that will help tough, get your feet toughened up. Yeah. So that's I think that's a good question as well. Uh, I think our last question for the week. So thank you. I keep these coming because these are really good. We could save some of these. Nah, we'll keep them going because they're waiting. People are sitting on pins and needles. All right, here you go. Here's one titled Ultra Dudes. Happy New Year. What are your favorite ways to cross train? Also, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? Okay, let's start with the first one. Sincerely, a guy with questions. (laughs) Richard Allen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, the first one. What's your favorite ways to cross train? Well, it was beer and ice cream last year. Yeah, like seriously. This year it's mm, it's gonna be some lifting, not like a ton crazy, but a lot of kettlebell and dumbbell work. Okay, I think that's where I'm gonna be at this year. That's what I would like to do this year. Yeah, because I know when I've done it here in the gym before, the 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 amount of positivity that came from it yeah. was a ridiculous right like the strength mm-hmm. um endurance yeah um, just the overall feeling that i was strong not yeah. even if i wasn't strong i felt stronger right a lot and of body weight stuff this year too yeah so that to me that that would be something i would definitely do is some ke- kettlebells i think because you can do so much with them yeah you, you know? can they're easy to have at the house as long as you know what you're doing with them yeah because you could bust a tv quick <laughs> Or, or or a shoulder <laughs> or, <your> toe. <laughs> yeah, or a toe um to me that's i mean i would love to play soccer cross train but i I can't right now. Hell no. You know, that's just my passion. There goes but, that ACL right yeah, away. But find something that you would enjoy too. Yeah. You know it's going to pay off, but it's not yeah. just work. I mean, here in Utah this time of year, you can you can skate ski. You can skate ski, cross country ski, ski, downhill ski, snowshoe. I mean, you can mm-hmm. do different things. People always talk about getting on a bike trainer or a bike for cross training. Yeah, no. Not um, me. I don't like that because no. of um, my undercarriage. It's just it's not so a fan. It that, is. that stuff's expensive. Yeah. So, I mean, there's different ways. Depends on what you are into. Right. Um, being in the, I think it's a Kansas area. Um, uh, they fly kites. Yeah. I think kites are big. They run away um, from tornadoes. Yeah. Be careful with those. Don't fight one. Yeah. Um, maybe line up near one and catch what comes out of it. Yeah, exactly. Like a medicine ball catch. Yeah. There right? you go. Um, that's all I really know. I, yeah. I don't know much else about Kansas. Yeah. I don't either. Toto. Is that Kansas? The dog or the band? The dog. Okay. That's Kansas, right? I no think place so. like home? Yeah. I think so. The band, yeah, they can talk about the band. Uh, Jayhawks, um, Jayhawk, Chalk, or whatever they Oh, yeah, say. they got a good uh, basketball team no, there, they don't, don't they? No, they don't. They've been struggling this year. Uh, they've already lost three games at home, not that I follow it. but uh, Yeah, so I think cross-training wise, I th- you hear a lot of people, though, even the elite athletes we've talked to, to the, yeah, they do the, it. the they normal all, everyday runners. Pretty much they like, all do it. You know, there's yoga, there's mm-hmm. stability training, right. you know, uh, stretching. There's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, I'd say yoga and Pilates would be year-round. Yeah. If I had time and money, absolutely. I and if I didn't Pilates. feel super uncomfortable doing it, I would do it. Oh, I would too. Yeah. I would too. But I don't think there's go right back. Right now, I'm not looking so good in the, the yoga pants. I didn't. I don't even have mine out yet. They're still in my um, plastic bin in the garage. Yeah. Yeah. I have, they're dated, so they're they're not in there. So, yeah, those are great questions. Oh, and then last one, apologize. <laughs> Joel, I'm going to let you start. Would you rather fight a one-horse-sized duck, so one duck as big as a horse, Yeah. or 100 horses that were the size of a duck. Mm. 
I'm gonna go with the first one. Just one and done. Yeah, one and done, man. Those little horses, they got sharp hooves, and they're fast. Well, and I think for me, like you get that duck and get his eyes out, he's done. Well, I look at it like here's my. I look at it like asteroids. Yeah. You have one big one, and you yeah. focus on the big one till it's gone. It's easy. If you hit all the huge big ones, they all become little, and you panic. You're yeah. hitting the thrust button. You're spinning left. You're just right. hitting the fire button. It's panic. If you mode. get a horse the size of a duck, that's still a pretty big animal. Oh, yeah, and a bunch of them because you know they're going to be fast. They're fast, and they got sharp teeth. And I've seen a friend of mine get bit by a horse and picked up off the ground. Yeah. And that scared me. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of scared. Yeah. So I'm go with the big one. I mean, the small ones you probably kick. But you're gonna be start stomping on it. Yeah, but, but that's mean and yeah, it's no. gonna get messy. So yeah, I think the big one because sometimes you get lucky. It's just one punch. Yeah, and right. You're okay. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Or just befriend it. Maybe. Maybe just pet it. I got, I got some Wonder Bread. I can give him. Yeah, they eat that crap. Just pet it, and maybe yeah. it'll be your friend, and you don't exactly. have to worry about like he says. Would you rather fight? Why fight? Let's talk this out. Yeah, exactly. There's got to be a resolution to this. It's 2018. Yeah. Let's not let's talk it out. So yeah, I would Mike Mike I would solve that would say why fight? Why yeah. fight, Richard? Let's why fight? Over. Let's share some wonder bread. Let's hug. Who doesn't want to hug out. a duck? Right? They kinda stink. That's all right. It's better than fighting. So yeah, that's that's the answer to that. So Thank you for all the questions. There are some great ones uh, for sure, and some I know that'll help different people. If you have some, you know, some comments, things that work for you, we're always all ears, especially for foot treatments, etiquette in the woods, mm-hmm. chargings, you know, all these things. Races in your area, races you think may help individuals. You know, so share them. Um, that's what we're here for. We just want to big be a big resource for everybody. Right. Um, I think that's it for the week. All right. Oh, it's been a long show. We yeah, appreciate you sticking with us. We've had we have taken a few weeks off to kind of recover, uh, recuperate. Um, but we appreciate you sticking with us and being active and uh, just hanging out. So enjoy your 2018. Have a happy new year. Um, It's already kicked off, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right.